This is Garbag Names. Welcome to Star Trek Morpheus. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Star Trek Morpheus, the Garblad Game Star Trek Adventures show. I'm Pete and in a moment we'll go around and everyone will introduce themselves and their characters or what they're doing here. But before we do, please don't forget to go and check out all of our social media links below. Also, check out our Discord where we've got lots of things going on. Thank you, Alan. We've got lots of things going on uh, around maps. There's a June challenge around procedurally generated maps. Think yeah, it's, still, still not June. June. Herbert's June. Sorry, is that my pronunciation? No, it's, no, it's June and okay. June are very hard to pronounce. It's, 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 it's just how I'm just trying to make like that clear. June. Yeah, that's unless cool. you go like full on Dune. Sorry, Desert Planet. Dune. Yeah. No, it's not Dune. Yeah. It's June, the month. Anyway, I'm trying to make this blurb short. <laughs> also, go and check out our Patreon. At time of recording, we're now up to 40 patrons. We've got a new one today. Ooh. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, on the Patreon, when this video is out, free for everybody, as it is now, free RPG day, 15th of June, time of release. Not time of recording, time of release. You can get you your hands. Watch it later. But. Well, it's already out then. <laughs> yeah. You can get your hands on Grimdark, which is um, my dark fantasy RPG. It's four pages, not very long. It's kind of a what did I say earlier on? A mashup between Hawk the Slayer and Thundercats. That's the kind of feel I'm going for. Floating castles in the sky. Uh, dark sorcerers, volcanoes with skulls in the side, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it um, does look a bit Sword of Omens on the front there, doesn't it? Is there's a little bit of Sword of Omens, but there's also a bit of Conan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the two, those are the two <laughs> swords I had up on my computer screen as reference for drawing it. Um, but yes, it, it's, it's fairly simple. It's a D12 system. It's dice pools with a target number. Um, go and check it out. Uh, it's free. And very soon for my patrons, I'll be releasing... Uh, a grimdark dungeon, uh, which will have some stats for some bad guys to give an, an idea of that kind of thing as well. So go and check that out. Go and check out the Patreon as well. We've got loads of free stuff on there. There's loads of free maps, uh, adventure stuff, D&D &D subclasses, all kinds of things. But um, also for our patrons, we give uh, adventure locations and all kinds of other stuff. So please go and check that out and consider supporting the channel. Because also 10% of everything we receive from our patrons, we give to uh, Diabetes UK. It's a cause close to our hearts uh, and a very worthwhile charity to support. So please help us in our goal to help them. Um, that's, uh, yeah, that's my my nephew has got type 1 diabetes and it's something that I really want to help with. So it's um, it's a great cause. We also have other shows for you to check out. We have The Dark of the Cage, which is our D&D 5th edition Planescape show. We have Vostok's Chance, which is our Scion 1st edition show. Not 2nd edition, 1st yeah, edition. Came out fairly, well, sort of fairly recently. Yeah. And we've got uh, On the Edge of the Emperor's Light, which is our Dark Heresy 1st edition show as well. Um, so go and check all of those out. We've got our back catalogue as well. Zweihander. Uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay with Flint and Steel and all kinds of other things so please go and check that out we also have uh, uh, um, uh, uh, unboxing and building, not very well video for the Thornless Roses D20 Dice Bag 
these are really cool. The Kickstarter has now ended. It was 1,500% funded. Uh, so it did really well. Loads of people backed it. Absolutely amazing products. Uh, we've got links for them below. They're our friends and supporters of the channel. So support us by going and checking them out uh, and telling them that Garblag sent you. We used to play with those rich people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Now they'd just be cutting out many triangles. True. Many, many, many triangles. <laughs> and punching lots of holes. But they're really cool. I want to get one and draw a dungeon on it. Like a blank one. Mm. Draw a dungeon on it. I think that'd be you quite can cool. Get blank ones. I know, I know. Get blank ones so you can get all different colours. Go and check them out. What, and then you'd like just make it on the table or you'd make like some sort of circular dungeon like you'd walk around it. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Mini dungeon world. Anyway. Cool. Anyway. Um, you can run it in the dungeon world. <laughs> I, I've never played it but I'd be willing to give it a go <laughs> sorry also on the 14th of July Garblag Games will be at the St Albans Comic Con in Hertfordshire uh, we have got six tables in the gaming zone there's going to be lots of uh, computer games going on in one end and then tabletop games in the other uh, we've got six tables we're going to have a D&D starter set we're going to have a Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay starter set we're going to have a Starfinder starter set and we're going to have Sam doing Apocalypse World. Apocalypse World System. System. With Not your setting. own setting. Yes. Yeah. So we've got kind of starter stuff. We've got more experienced things. Um, Sam tends to run the more cerebral adventures on the channel. So if you're more an experienced role player, then come along and join in Sam's game. If you want to <laughs> smash someone over the head with a hammer, come and join my game. I'm running Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. So that should be fun. We're also going to have the Lost Legion with us. Uh, Roger's friends at the at his wargaming club are coming and they are running two tables of uh, a World War II homebrew game called Brothers in Arms and uh, either another table of that or something else. I'm trying to convince them to have a go of Frostgrave because that's going skirmish, drop in and out, quite easy to do. But we shall see and I'm going to talk to Lawrence next week because he'll be there and he runs our Dark Heresy game. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are kind of branching out, uh, exploring new avenues, and we're maybe talking to them about getting some videos made at their club on the channel. Mm. Anyway, that's quite a bit of a do. So without further ado... Right. Well, I'm Adam, and I'm running this particular little game of Star Trek Adventures. I'm Sam, and I'm playing um, Dr. Vasha Krem, who's the ship's chief medical officer. Hi, I'm Dan, and I'm playing Zelbok, the uh, Vulcan security officer and temporary captain. Indeed, we don't have Keith tonight. He is... Tired and busy. He's Excommunicated. No, I mean, <laughs> anyway. I'm Pete, and I'm playing Lieutenant Commander Griot Tovon, the science officer. Not chief science officer, just science officer. They don't have a chief science, science officer. I don't know why it's not a chief science officer. Yeah. There probably are other scientists, so yeah, I guess they're all just like science guys. Yeah, man, <laughs> I run the department. I want yeah. like this <laughs> head, science. maybe I... chief. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's a reasonable complaint. Yeah. Didn't you get prom you got promoted? I got promoted. So you're now commander. I'm now commander. So you now outrank me. Yes. So you're now. Well, no, I think you're still second one. officer. It's not. A... No, I think. No, I, no, yeah. I think because Beverly Crusher was always commander. And I don't think she was second officer because I think Gator always was. So I think second officer is a is a captain's discretion. A first and second officer. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think. So you're second officer then. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Dan. Cheers. <laughs> Not that no, you don't like Cardassians or anything. I've got no problem with Cardassians. <laughs> yeah, I've got a problem with you. <laughs> we should all just get along. 
So we yeah. finished a mission last time, didn't we? We did. Nemesis Testament is, is saved. Primus is somewhere secure. It's all done. It's all nice and safe. So yes, we'll safe, sort safe, of. Safe. You know, we did <laughs> blow up part of their habitat <laughs> ring or, and one of the docking pylons. I think. Well, many may people have, died. It's Deep quite, Space Nine to you guys. May have got quite a few Bajoran scales. Um, and others. And other people as well, but... I'm sure I'm so used to it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, people are not real. Um, <laughs> I know, no, I know, I know. It's really harsh. The guy who was in the internment camp. That's why I empathise with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we um, yeah, start properly, as like I say, I will mention particularly uh, this. You can't, there's anything you want to change particularly on your characters, you can. I so, can't quite be able to go through the, the fact of a significant milestone where you can actually put something ahead, but... So if you want to change talents, a foci, move hmm. numbers around. So I have got rid of my triage talent, um, which basically if you had um, diagnosed one patient, it gave you a bonus to go on and diagnose further mm. patients. But though this sounded like a nice idea, the trouble is I didn't really find it that useful. Okay. Um, partially because generally speaking, if you either the situations are you don't have more than one patient or when you do have more than one patient, they tend to have the same thing wrong with them. Like, they've just been ejected into space. Yeah. So, it, it, the diagnostics. We've been treating, maybe, but diagnostics, yeah. I didn't feel like I was using it. So, I've gone for insightful guidance instead, which would be when I'm assisting people in social conflicts by using um, my psychology skills, um, I give them, um, uh, effectively, the character that's doing the actual rolling is considered to have an advantage as a result of my assist. Mm, very cool. Very cool. You know you realise that this mission you're going to need to triage I was going to say, a shitload of people. This is the main part. <laughs> three different plagues hitting the ship at once with very different treatments. Yeah. Lethal if you get the Go one. down to a planet where 4,000 people have got <laughs> random diseases and you need to solve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. No. I live in heaven. Yeah. Plus, I kind of did that in that episode of Doctor Who with all the different people with all the different diseases. I don't think Adam will do that again. I did run that episode of Doctor Who. You know what I mean. <laughs> Not that to really I don't watch Doctor Who, so I don't know what you mean. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's there's lots of people with different diseases. That's yeah. the face of Bo one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Ah, vaguely, yeah. Oh, is that the one with the big stretched skin thing? No. No? Okay. She is in it. Yeah, she yeah, but it's it, not yeah. the main one, is it? No. Is that the one? No, it's the second Bo's in a tank. Is that the one? Yeah. The yes. head in a tank. Okay. Anyway. Anyone else want to change anything? Or they um... Just thought I'd mention it. No, because they all feel like ones that he's used and should keep keep going with. He means used navigation and ge- geology in the first mission. Mm-hmm. Got temporal mechanics from the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, fair enough. Well, as long as everyone's happy. So before we get into uh, proper logs and starting the mission, um, I would. I just want to have a sort of a nice moment of sort of normality on the the, the sort of the ship before we move into things. So, if w- contemplation and reflection, <laughs> if it's sort of still strictly speaking like night shift, and assuming none of you guys are currently running it, or maybe you are, but it's like an hour to where a day shift starts, so you'd sort of be getting up and getting ready to actually go to work. What would, mm. well, what would um, uh, Commander Doctor Commander uh, Kren? be doing Dr. Commander, Commander Doctor. Well, given that the new edition last time I suspect I should try and get my daughter to school <laughs> or to sleep or to mm-hmm. whatever end of things she's supposed to be doing at this time of day. Mm-hmm. I just want to um, mention that we're having yeah, dinner this we've just finished a, was it a maintenance cycle I believe back at Mars Utopia and just sort of heading back out. Yes, so I so say my daughter has decided to join me on board ship so I should be spending time with her I suspect. Um, unless I've got my most relevant briefing things from my current 
briefings you sent us out. Yes. Have I had that yet? Yes. Because if not, I may go looking for them. Okay. If that's all right. Or did you want us to do separate monologues? Not at all. Right, I should go looking for you. Well, what's Tovon doing there to me? Nice over. Tovon is having breakfast in... What do we call the bar? The temple? Didn't we come up with no, something? No, Four aft. <laughs> yeah, whatever, that one. Um, having, a, uh, having a breakfast and, re- and has got a, uh, a, a an array of pads on the table <laughs> and is looking at them sort of intermittently between things. Um, and trying to eat food. Clearly, the eating the food is like the last thing on the priority list, and there seems to be some crumbs from some sort of pastry-type thing sort of going on his uniform, well, but I he still doesn't have, notice. I shall have bought Doc Daughter for breakfast then and send her in the direction mm-hmm. of the breakfast buffet mm-hmm. and, and have it find you. And yes, no, no, at least try and eat one thing that doesn't have chocolate on it. So, only it has not, a, not you. you it's a real bar. It's in sort of yeah, the middle of nowhere, so we call it, I don't know, the pumps or something. Sure, because it's sort of in, it's sort of in the in the real part of the hull. It's sort of part of the like a, a sort of slightly a place that wasn't necessarily meant to be a bar on the initial design, but sort of oh okay, sort of like a uh, sort of engineering subsection yes. that's been taken over as a. Yeah, it was bar. like eight episodes we decided this. So yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll. Uh, um, he's kind of. Morning. Oh, oh. It's fine. It's fine. Gwen. Be, Gwen. Um, how is how is one of the greatest minds of the Cardassian Science Academy this morning, then? Uh, I'm not sure it's still in existence, is it? I, I need help. Oh, okay. Um, I'll kind of... I'll bring out another pad. Clutter <laughs> to the side. Press button on it. Right, and what comes up is a cartilaginous skeleton of a starfish-type creature. Interesting. If you know... Xenobiology is not my specialty. Space starfish. Space starfish. Mm-hmm. Ooh. As in natural environment. No, probably not. There are three of them found desiccated on a space derelict. Oh. Okay. We don't think they made this craft because it didn't exactly look ergonomically set up for star starfish, but definitely on it. So they were on it. Yeah, as in in it. Yeah. yeah, a friend at the Vulcan Science Academy sent me this to look at. Mm-hmm. The real one's obviously down ice, down on ice, down in um, the labs. But <laughs> I'm literally sitting there last night trying to come up with a rationale that space starship stole a ship. So at this point, I think I need help. Okay, this looks interesting. Um, I'm going to like tap onto it and sort of get a... Because when I see an image of a starfish, I imagine something sort of the size of my hand. Mm-hmm. How big is this thing? It's about a metre from a limb meter, to limb. Meter across, yeah. Okay. Six limbs. So like a fairly large five. creature um, that yeah, so got sort of... The suckers are brilliant. They're um, they're so innovative, I reckon they can move each one individually, not just each leg. Interesting. Every individual So they would have um, sort of dexterous movement enough to control a, pan- a comp panel or Definitely, a yeah. computer panel. Definitely. Mm, very interesting. Um, mm. Um, anyway, that's, you don't do that right now. But how space for? I just I will space s- slide it in. into. There's almost like a physical prioritization <laughs> of pads as it kind of slots in about third or fourth. Oh, that's, that's on yeah, the yeah. The uh, the top one will have uh, an energy readout of Odo's mm-hmm. beaming out or disappearance moment, and it's kind of playing over and over again. And any breakthroughs? <sighs> 
Um, that, I mean, I can tell things about the energy signature and the modulation and wavelength and all kinds of outputs, but just it's. You, know, you still don't know. Still proving a bit of a bit of a mystery. And this one as well. I'll take out the the pad that shows the message that was uh, left for us uh, mm -hmm. on the planet Lacuna Colony. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've looked at that one a few times myself. I still don't know what that's going to mean. It still bothers me. I can't, yeah, sometimes I find it difficult to sleep with these great mysteries rattling around in my mind. Greetings, oh. nice ship. See you soon. Yes. I found you something, actually. Well, by the time on Mars, I actually managed to get a scent. Um, I shall fish in for a little box. Your daughter will call him up, Mom, can I, can I eat this? And she holds up something... Probably like yeah, vaguely fish-like from yeah, Ben's like. Do I think she can eat that? Maybe. <laughs> How brave are you feeling? I wouldn't, sweetheart. But if you want to, you're your own woman, and I'm right here. Eat the fruit. The fruit is good. Fatesoid fruit. Very nice. Eat the fruit. Which ship is this? This thing being found on. Just a, literally, uh, they've been, well, from what we can tell from the carbon dating, it's been drifting for 1,500 years. So well before any of us were space and well before probably the Vulcan will say who it was, but let's not listen to him on that one. But this predates the Federation by a long, old time. Mm. Uh, but most of, the, most of the damage done to them after that long in vacuum is very difficult to tell. Only really the skeleton survived. I haven't got, haven't got a brain or anything. I mean, the brain looks larger than normal, and the heads of eyes distributed around the central masses. But either... I mean, it's possible, you know, they were pets or livestock, but if so, then it's quite unlucky that the only thing that survived of the ship they were on was, you know, the, I don't know, the Arboretum. I think more likely they were on it. I mean, it, it looks like it wasn't ergonomically set up for something that was this shape. Sure. So... Three giant starfish took over a spaceship somehow. and flew it somewhere. <laughs> I crashed it. I don't do, know. Do the design of the ship, is there anything that, what what kind of, do you no, know? They didn't really seem to have matched it yet from what my friend at the... It wasn't, kind of it was an unknown design. Again, it was significantly damaged and falling apart. The bit where, the bit, like I said, I think I mentioned in, in, in the thing I sent you that um, the bits where it separated from other ones looked a bit unusual in how they were sort of torn apart from the other things. Yeah. Other than that, technology looked fairly standard, but not known. Yeah, but not known. And I mean, yeah, it was say ripped apart in a weird way, but that could have just been weapons fire plus fifteen hundred years. I don't really know. Um, but certainly, it's not anything that we've got on file anywhere else in the Federation, and say it predates the Federation by. Does it match a report years. that I've had? No. Different. Okay. Just double checking. Just, you know, Indeed, no, sorry, no, Adam no. likes to. It's really cool. Adam <laughs> likes to send us all different reports and stuff, which is why we're kind of occasionally looking at phones because they're you know email reports, and I'm but trying I'll, to figure out if we're talking about the same ship. If I send you, I'll send you oh, on the pad. I've put all the ergonomics of the actual ship they were on. Okay. You could try and have a look at that side. Of I thing, will. Because that I can't comment on whether how the power was distributed, whether we think they could have done what they. Whether a starfish can fly a spaceship. Of course. Basically. Figure it out. Or I will, I will report back to you what they would need to be capable of in order to pilot the spaceship, and then you can tell me if physi physiologically they're capable of that. But this isn't all work. As I said, i got something. I will take out a small um, black box. When you say black box, do you mean like a no, ship's no, no, black no, box? Like a little oh, black okay. box. <laughs> okay. the... I think we're a bit more <laughs> I think you did good on Emery's... Emissary's testament, even if the captain seems to have some slightly weird views about it all. 
I'll open the box. It's an old Starfleet medal, probably several hundred years old. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. It was Zubrax. Oh, well, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I, I wasn't doing it out of any... Um, we were going to die, so I didn't I know, really have many options. If it was up to if it was up to me, you'd have got the commendation. So I thought I'd give you the next best thing anyway. Don't worry, they're so long out of t- out of scene. No one else is going to want that. But yeah, no, but <laughs> Zubrax, he that. got it for one of the conflicts with the Romulans back in the day. Right. I don't think that's one either of you ever told me about. Oh right, possibly not. No, he was um he was a captain. Obviously not of the Enterprise or anything as <laughs> as famous as that. But no, he was a captain in Starfleet. He was the first one of my hosts. Yes. Was ever in Starfleet. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was killed um, in the basically the weeks leading up to the Talmud incident. Right. Okay. Um, but yes, so no, we found well, that I you. had that still amongst all the stuff that got sent over after Rolat died. Um, and yeah, as I said, if it had been up to me, you'd have got a commendation. So. Well, thank you. No, I, but the no, captain I, was still miffed about the damage to the Ushan, you know. Yes. <laughs> personal Ushan. No, I do I do understand that that is a uh, uh, a thing of honour among Andorians and it wasn't my intention to offend him with that. Well, no. I thought it was more important that he not he, die. I think it was generally better that not he successful. lived and was ever so slightly dishonoured personally, but you know, Andorians are a bit strange. Though. Could be worse, could be Klingons. <laughs> yes. I think we wouldn't be having no, much of these conversations. I think Trill and Cardassian are both practical enough to know that any conflict when most people are alive was probably a good one. Well, I appreciate it. And although my people have a tendency to see service as its own reward, or are encouraged to think so, I appreciate your sentiment. That's all right, as I said. But yeah, no, but it also if you do have any thoughts on the space starfish, that would be great. I will, I will, um, I'll have an assessment of their, uh, I'll see if I can get the ship to mock up something a hollow uh, setting of yeah, the thing I mean just it was try it out and explore it. but also it's just, it's just so odd I don't get why she sent me it it was ripped to shreds the sh- ship was all mangled as it had come off the section they found and there wasn't much other than this section they found with them that's still intact okay and the um, and so Tishan she's absolutely brilliant I don't I, I mean you know I listened in xenobiology but I'm not what's so what's her specialty Xenobiology. And she sent this to you? Yeah. And my specialty... She's at the science... Vulcan Science Academy. And my specialty is not Xenobiology. I did all right in it. I'm quite interested in it. You don't get to be first... You don't get to be chief medical officer of the Enterprise. I'd be interested in Xenobiology. <laughs> yes, let's but, not be modest now. <laughs> but, but I'm yes, not... Uh, head of the Vulcan Science Academy Department. Of, yeah. department. No, by a long shot. Okay, interesting. I can only presume it's due to the oddness and the fact it was a space find, but... Maybe they think our experiences out here give us a unique perspective Possibly. on things. Possibly. So I thought I'd ask you as well if you have will, any thoughts. I will uh, I will indeed have a look. And I will continue with the skeleton. I will move it up to the top of the pile. <laughs> I will go and attempt to stop my daughter eating something that's going to cause her to explode. Fair enough. What would um, Commander Zelvok be doing? This morning, right? Yeah, yeah. Assuming you weren't on the night shift, but yes. Um, Zelvok would be closely following his physical fitness routine. Um, 402! Which is part of his... Um, <laughs> it, like any like any Vulcan, he does have you know a mental discipline, but you know his, his, his kind of forms of meditation are through physical fitness, so he would be in his uh, number two Starfleet issue uh, gymnastics kit and uh, taking a jog around the ship. 
Not playing Parisi squares or something. No. <laughs> no one's really sure what that's supposed to work. I just realised if you're doing push-ups, you should be 1701. But anyway. <laughs> uh, right. Um, so as you're doing all these various different things, there will be uh, an alarm that sounds. Sort of. Uh, officers report to the... You know, Not red alert. Regi- no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yellow alert to officers report to stations. Go to school. Do not eat the fish. I'll see you later. Uh, I'll calm the bridge mm-hmm. um, to get them to beat me to the bridge in uniform. Please. I've set up a special subroutine for Zelbok. In and out of different he situations. Because he's not getting like dressed, yes. Well, no, it's, efficient, <laughs> it's efficiency, yeah. isn't it? It's efficiency. The rest of us will walk. I presume we'll get the turbo lift. I guess so. uh, uh, yes, uh, okay. Not the escape turbo lift. No, no. The no. regular turbo lift. <laughs> Not the they're, they're all the same turbo lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I just yeah, like no, to no, think no. of some of them <laughs> as not escape turbo lifts. Um, but, um, but yes, well, yes, the only thing that the, the friendly level could probably give you is embarrassment. Um, so we'll say that they succeed <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh, can I roll? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh. And then we spend the next three hours removing the transported clothes, clothes from his abdomen. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. No. <laughs> Naked and swollen, full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Sounds like my tummy hurts. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. Naked and <laughs> Right, anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, sir, um. We're receiving generic crew, uh, bridge person says as you you, you beam in. Um, Ensign Harrison and you guys will turn up at the same time because yeah. <laughs> it's a holographic ship. It can make short passageways to yeah. the way you want to go, right? <laughs> ah, reasons. Um, but you'll be turning up as opposed to him. It's a TV down. show. Exactly. That's why they're not going to film two scenes. Exactly. They're going to save money. They have everyone arrive at the same time. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're receiving a distress call from the. USS Attenborough. Um, but more concerning, uh, our scans have just revealed that the captain doesn't seem to be on board. So. Let me see that. I'll <laughs> rush over and check the sensors. <laughs> okay. I'm going to scan thoroughly for Dorian Life Signs, his Ushan, because <laughs> it's got a tracking device in it as well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, message on the screen. Oh. It's just a generic uh, a distress call, sir. Okay, play it on the... I but it's just a, it says, help us. I yeah, would yeah. Like be, SOS. I would yeah, be yeah. bringing up the USS Ender Attenborough or something. Can I scan Can for I the tell captain? him what I know from my thing? Or? No, we'll do, we'll do you doing a oh, supplementary okay. log in a moment. Oh, yeah. I'll do a quick scan for the captain? Indeed, we'll, we'll, we'll do the captain stuff first. Oh, I rolled a one. So it's good. And what is it? Reason and science? Probably one. Um, sure. So and ship I can help got as well, obviously. three successes... What's the ship oh, helping ship on? help, that's good. What's the ship helping on? Sensors and... Command? Science? Science? Security? Security, probably. Yeah, yeah in terms of security, it's yeah, to find people, yeah. it's probably security. Yeah, the ship is helping, but only for the one. So, four. Okay, so we've got four successes, so we get three of those. Mm-hmm. Computer help me, so I get another one. Indeed. And... Uh, 
I can re-roll 1d20, which maybe the ships die, but you passed, didn't mm. you? So, mm-hmm. not worried about that. I was going to say, I think you passed more. Yeah, you used that for more information. The captain does not appear on board. He uh, was... Um, he seemed to have been one um, in an unusual area, uh, like uh, near one of the sort of holographic generators in the yeah, the non-holographic hull. Okay. But like not like on his daily route, sort of anywhere. Yeah. So the sensor log shows that. Yeah, yeah it shows that he went. Uh, he seems to have got up vaguely early. Have gone down to. Um, yeah, I think this is all fine for one. Gone down to like engineering. And then moved to. Um, I've yeah, got, got loads of obtain information, so I'm happy to burn a couple. No, of no, no, that's fine. That, that, okay. that much, however, is definitely obvious. So okay, I would hate to make you spend my mental. Was there any energy signature <laughs> uh, in the immediate vicinity around him at the time? Um, Do I need to give you two? Give you two. <laughs> it's not poker, is it? It's not. So you can't ante up, unfortunately. Um, uh, you, well, you, you're probably looking out for this kind of thing. Mm. Um, it looks like there's a very, very faint residue of chronoton radiation. <laughs> dun dun dun. Okay, okay, that's. I'll go. Time travel. <laughs> Explain, Mister Taylor. That goes to black. <laughs> that's then it goes Star Trek Morpheus. <laughs> right. So, um yes, we'll skip to you doing Um are we are we following the distress call? Yes. Is that I assume what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That is the setup for the episode. You will I assume Starfleet Command say, "Yeah, go on." Then. You have to. It's you know. Yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to reveal in your your supplementary briefing as to why. Yes. Right. Chief Medical Officer's log supplementary. The um the Enterprise uh, has just left Utopia um, Planitia Fleet Yards following maintenance repairs and has received a distress call from the USS Attenborough. Last seen on this system in Stardate four. Four seven five two two point four eight over twenty five years ago. No trace of the ship has ever been found. Um, in addition, following the receiving of the distress call, we realised the captain was missing from our vessel, um, and with faint traces of chromaton radiation found found around his point of last origin. Yes, so um, long-range scans, you can't detect anything in that direction. And like I say, it's one of those, the generic distress calls, which is just like an automated code, basically. There's no like message, verbal, anything other than possibly a generic sort of ship's computer saying, distress, the mm. ship is in distress, please you know, render aid if you possible. That kind okay, of so it's sort of an, it's it's an automated thing. There's, no, there's nobody on the screen going, help! Are you able to do some sort of scan on the, te- what was it, the chronoton particles? See if the captain has You'll been... turn around as you say this, and I'm mid-scan. <laughs> I see your keen mind is at work already. Are we able to ascertain whether the captain has been moved through time and space, or just time? It depends on the alignment of the chronoton particles. Well, I will need to uh, evaluate this. How long ago was this? 
a good been question. Been... <laughs> I've been I've been investigating it. It's a difficult thing to scan and it's check. So while we're flying there, I've been looking into yeah. it. I mm-hmm. Just 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 because if it was only time, then that's a problem. It was about uh, yeah forty five seconds before you received the distress call. <laughs> yes. I, can I roll? Then yeah, you can just um, spend momentum. You've already rolled for the sensing. We oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will spend the momentum to work given out what we were in warp, to work let's hope out it is time and space. To so now that I know there's quantum particles, we're in the middle of the mm-hmm. utopia. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to refer to uh, my technical <laughs> in federation. My technical. Yeah, uh, that, that was me trying to make sense of a lot of different interactions. Yeah, there's loads of chronoton stuff, mm-hmm. loads of tachyon stuff. You don't, you know, it's all kind of like, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to go with the vaguely solid basis. Yeah, no, well. I like it. Obviously, I plot think... will override it. No, no, no absolutely. I it's should a be TV bringing show. up everything um, related to the USS Attenborough that I can. Sure. Okay. In the meantime. Um, sure. So the Attenborough's been lost. 25 years, so there was no no debris, not even... 70. Was, the 70s. 2370, sir. There was no... There was no... Um, okay. No debris, not even a shuttle or an escape pod ever found. And, you know, it's not exactly in a backwater, sir. We're still on a fairly major route, as you point out. You are, like, in the middle of Federation space. Yeah. It, they just went missing. You basically just sort of flown a bit past Vulcan. <laughs> you really... So, what I want to figure out is... Uh, so, the first spend on obtain information is were these chronotons uh, polarised and potentially uh, aligned to affect some kind of time travel which I assume because he's gone there's going to be some sort of something going Um, on well I'll give you more than just that. So um, you can tell through. Yes. That, and then like I was going to ask, like, which direction did it go? Yeah, 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 I think uh, at the moment yeah. we should probably do more than that each. Um, so, just um, in my estimation. Um, so, uh, again, the, that, that brief question, which is some random information you came across. Yeah, no, no, no. Because you were doing some like, time research oh, yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. For, the, for the other ship thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but from that, you can work out that these look like they were. Uh, shed by someone using extra chronotons to move at a higher speed than the surroundings around them, quite a significantly higher speed. Uh, and so they are polarised to a certain extent, but they're yes. polarised to do that particular effect. Okay. Um, the radiation, th- th- most of that seems to have sort of, there's only very, very faint readings of that kind of thing, fainter than the other ones. Most of the readings seem to be from having, yes, transferred some of them to the captain. Um, to allow him to sort of move at a similar sort of speed. So they could just be out of phase with our space-time? You don't think so, no, because, no? again, looking at the the detailed scan records, like back on Lacuna when you looked at like the really tiny close-up yep. things, yeah. you do notice like that there seems to have been someone um, was doing something with that holographic yep. generator yep. that just generates part of the ship. Sure. Um, that shouldn't be on your ship. Some scans you've not really seen before, but again, you can't get good scans because they're so brief. Mm-hmm. The, the resolution's very low. They yep. look like humanoid, but not a species that's obviously identifiable. Um, they seem to have been there for like uh, a couple of hours. Right. Uh, there's a bit more chronicon readings coming from there. Um, the captain seems to have been gone to that area. Yep. There seems to have been sort of this extra chronicon radiation, and then everyone's disappeared. So, 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 
did an alien version of the Flash steal our captain? <laughs> well, this is so. So the readings weren't there for a couple of hours. They were sorry, they were there for about a couple of minutes. Yeah, okay. For them, it might have been a so, few hours. <laughs> yeah. So someone was there doing something with the generator, mm-hmm. operating at a, f- a higher rate of time, indeed, perception yep. or travel than us. Mm-hmm. Then the I captain. Find this hard to phrase, but yes. Yeah, yeah. And then the <laughs> captain. So they were travelling at fifty seconds per second. Yeah. Whereas we travel at one second per second. Yeah, yeah. The captain went there, mm-hmm. didn't communicate with anybody. Typical. Typical. <laughs> Obviously, it looks like an engineering problem, the captain. Well, this is the thing. The captain first. didn't rush down there, did he? No, no, no. He kind of sauntered down there mm-hmm. in his swanky Andorian way. <laughs> Sorry, Keith's not here, so I'm taking <laughs> that to <laughs> We obviously just thought there was some sort of radiation abnormality. When I was going to say, if you look... I want to check the captain's quarters. So mm-hmm. trace him back to where he was when he mm-hmm. figured out something was going on down there. Mm-hmm. What are the computer readouts that he was looking at at mm-hmm. the time? Did he pick up that this was going on and just decide to go down there? Because he's an engineer and he thought, I can go and sort this out myself. Just trying to play it through my head. Did he leave a log? Um... <laughs> Let's say Knox is more interesting. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it, that's the kind of thing that happens. It's not unusual, I, I would think. And again, I am projecting on Keith, but he's not here, so what are you gonna do? Um, well, it's uh, a holographic ship. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that uh, it's probably not unusual, sort of, for him on his sort of way to maybe get some to eat or maybe mm. on the way to the bridge to just pop down for engineering and check, check everything's yeah, yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah, no, so he would fine. seem to have been doing. If you go back to like previous days' logs of where he was been, he seems to often do not every day, but some days, and he just seems to have gone down there. And but kind he of... didn't receive any kind of strange communications or anything like that in his in his uh, quarters. But you can see from the readings he brought up when he was down engineering that there seems to have been like something to maybe mild that phase on like one of the holographic generators okay, we need in to that area. Check. Okay. Ca- um, but it was acting like, like captain, nothing, you know? I suggest we meet in the uh, conference chamber to discuss my findings. How do we get to Yettenbrook? Oh, a few hours from the distress call. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go in. Should we go in the conference chamber? I think mm-hmm. Senior stuff to the conference chamber. Yes, sir. I'm going to bring it up on the screen mm-hmm. and show, you know, the route through the ship down to here. This looks out of phase. Can I can I spend another, as I'm bringing it up and, like, doing a, f- a few, like, fancy button presses, mm-hmm. can I spend another momentum, sorry, to figure out what system someone was fucking around with? It seems and, like, like, specifically, what part of the ship is it creating, like, at uh, that point? It seems like it's part of the general sort of energy um, directing into the sort of outer hull stroke containment shield type thing. Basically, the, um, what's the word, structural... Um, Integrity. Yes, and structural integrity uh, field. Yeah. Okay. Basically, and also the, the sort of the outer ma- holographic matter that makes up the, the holographic hologrammatic hull of the ship. Um, so it's the type of system that would go in and like basically it, affect the entire hull. Messing with the durable energy template. Uh, sort of, yeah. Could be. But again, the readings that were unusual were like literally, you know, no one would have really, no one really would have cared. It was just one of those sort of slightly, slightly out of phase, that's the bit slightly that wrong. Gets you. That's you know. always the bit that gets you. So it's not the type of thing that you would think that important, but maybe you might go and, you know, well, if you're the being, captain's like, if yeah. you're the engineering captain who's yeah, very yeah, thorough, yeah. you might go, yeah. oh, I'll just go, I'll pop down there and I'll do a bit of a readjustment yeah, and yeah. it'll be fine. And then someone goes, boom. <laughs> yeah, indeed. What do you got for us, Mr. Table? Captain, um, as we can see, there has been, I've, I've discovered chroniton radiation in this area from some 
sort of scarce study that I've done on chronotons, I can tell that uh, polarization of these in particular ways uh, can allow someone in an extreme situation and a very dangerous one to travel at an accelerated or decelerated rate from the rest of the world around them. Like at Lacuna Colony. Indeed. Exactly what we saw there. Remember, as when we kind of expanded the time frame of seeing these incidents, we spelt out that greetings. Now, what it seems is someone has been messing about someone word for a scientist. <laughs> someone has been interfering with this system, which is related to the durable energy template and the power feed to structural integrity. The captain's gone down there, clearly thinking he can resolve it himself on his way to breakfast, breakfast or something. I don't know. I can't say. That would be for a psychologist to ex examine. I'm going to go with breakfast. Uh, seen something out of phase, and then whoever it is who's travelling through time at a faster rate has shed some of these chronotons onto the captain and, I believe, moved him into the same time frame. So where is he? They could still be on the ship. They could just be moving at a rate through time that we can't perceive. I, I'm going to try and attempt to scan the ship for chroniton particles. Um, but I would like your permission to drop out of warp and route energy through to the sensor grid in order to amp it up. But the Attenborough's been missing for 25 years, and it was an all-hands loss. If there's any hope that they've been caught in some form of an anomaly all that time... It seems we strange. We have a ship, full of ca a ship full of casualties, potentially. How long will it take? An hour. Reconfigure the sensor arrays. The lateral sensor arrays are generally external scanning our internal sensors aren't as powerful as our external sensors our first duty is to the Attenborough may I conduct this when we arrive? absolutely in the meantime whilst um, we're travelling can you give some thought to cover the USS Attenborough and her crew I just it was very proof of what Dan was saying <laughs> Yes. Uh, wait until we get to the Atterborough so you can complete the scans then. Oh. Whilst you wait, though, <laughs> can you give some thought to creating some sort of anti... Chronotons? Chronoton field so that Captain, we can act creation of chronotons is extremely rare. I would... These... These are... We are talking about uh, the event horizon of a black hole. Um, but if they are moving at a faster time rate, is there any way we can create... Um, using our internal shield, some sort of bubble-like effect, so that they can pass through the field and it will slow them down? I think if we could isolate an area of the ship, we may be able to generate a field that could disrupt this polarisation of the chronotons, but I need to do a bit more. Okay. I think perhaps when we arrive, I might have a better idea. However, it may be advisable for security detachments to move about the ship, scanning for chronoton particles. Agreed. And we've no idea what we're going to see when we arrive. We might arrive into a full-blown disaster scenario or a full-blown 
temporal event. We may arrive to find uh, they've travelled back in time 4,000 years and there's a colony of descendants of the Attenborough's crypt. You never know. No, exactly. <laughs> and some of the mission files I've read now. Especially uh, you know. the Enterprise mission logs. Um, but we're, we're not that far from Vulcans. <laughs> How strange can this have got? Do we have a rescue mode? Um, we have a go fast mode. Sort of. <laughs> we put red stripes on the side. It's been a while since I've looked. So okay, I remember looking, all of them. I'm these. looking. So we've got <laughs> our current multipurpose can. Basically, I, I made preset configurations for all of the mission types suggested in the book and then That's a couple of extras. That's just a blank template. That's the security template. This is the technical test bed. That might go faster, but might also be terrifying. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Actually, we want to try new ideas. Yes. We have medical uh, crisis and emergency response configuration. Okay, that's mostly, I, that's mostly medical and. Um, but it's medical, and it's probably slightly slower. Okay. No, well, we can... actually, it looks to be the same. Also, look in the talents to see if they've got improved warp drive or something like that, because sometimes that. Vaguely indicated advanced sick yeah. bay, which would be nice, but yes, <laughs> you would say that. No, I think our, I think our, <laughs> I think our current configuration has the better warp drive. So okay, well, there we can find one. We can reconfigure when we get that. Impulse. Okay, maximum warp. Scientific survey. This is what you get from your second in command. <laughs> non holographic configuration. It's not that. Yeah, we'll go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That, that, that one's probably not one you no, want. That's, that's if you want to evacuate a few thousand people. Is, uh, uh, is Cren like <laughs> cycling through like a uh, yes, holographic? Like, so. like, <laughs> there's one with like go faster stripes on it. <laughs> I prefer it's like a low rider. It's like, rrr, rrr. That's the diplomatic one. probably that one. The one I would have thought might be obvious is the one on the other side of the red one you're holding. That one do. I remember that being the, the scouty one. Pathfinder and reconnaissance. That sounds good. Secondary reactors, improved reaction control system, quantum slip seam drive. Oh, boom! <laughs> Again, that's also a risky. Uh, Experimental, sir. But can holographically. It might be worth it if to get there in time, and then that would allow that would shorten the time that we're also out of the ability to deep scan for the captain. It also makes it more likely that yes, yeah, somebody might be able to do something with your ship because you kind of go into a different kind of. Weird warp. I assume we can't change shape while we're moving. Yeah. yeah. I, I might make you roll for it, but yeah. Oh. No, we'll stay in the shape. We'll stay in the configuration <laughs> that we are at the moment. I mean, the, the standard configuration is the next best option. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll drive. reconfigure Indeed. when we get there. If we need to. The well. best purpose explorer is quite good at going places. Yeah. For all we know, we might <laughs> find ourselves coming into a situation that we are completely unprepared for. It so we will adapt when we get there. Or 2,000 years yes. ago. Who knows? The multi purpose one is, as you say, say, the multi purpose one is also quite good at getting places fast and quickly because often sure. that's the, one of the things you have noticed for is running away or running to something. <laughs> oh. Indeed. Yeah, run away, run away. Okay. So, what are you doing on the journey there then? I am going to be uh, seeing if there's a way I can reconfigure our external sensors. Mm-hmm. to scan because I assume they're more powerful mm-hmm. to uh, to scan the interior of the ship for evidence of chronotons um, you know walking radiation all that kind of stuff or high resolution scans as well so you exactly can yeah, yeah. And, amp, amp it up you might be able to slow it down so much that we can pick up a trace mm-hmm. movement sure 
I'm planning for worst case scenario and sick pay. The commander? Triage. I will be getting security forces ready to do scans around the ship with tricorders and attacking the missions. I could answer for that. On our own ship? Yeah, it's just the amping up the tension of the episode. But they're only going around scanning stuff, so... That's why we're giant phases. What's the crew complement of the... Of a Nova? Oh, Nova. Oh, you're asking. Or officers? Or this is one when you write humans. stuff because you're not sure when the last stuff will end and then you write it like a month ago and people forget things kind of in total. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I only count officers. But I'm just trying to think of the worst case casualty scenario. Well, the one you <laughs> see in the show has got five people on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Does it not say? Make it uh, up. It's 80 fine. group. No, I thought it did. Right, not a second. Yeah. 80. Oh, we get 80. Okay. We were going to evacuate a whole colony at one point. Yeah. 80 will be fine. <laughs> it's, it's not a, a big ship, it's but a it's... a dinky little ship, isn't it? It's, it's a fairly small little ship, but it's supposed to be a scientific kind of one. People watching... We're we're using our phones, but we're using it for, like, Star Trek resources and things and the emails <laughs> that Adam's given us. So if you're just tuning in... I'm just That's very disappointed. We, we, we are checking up. <laughs> yes. It's 82 crew. <laughs> yeah. They just, uh, you know, rounded it down. I checked that wasn't in my brief first. That's why I asked. It's not That's a good, good oh. shout. Is it, well, it's a it was for Keith and he would know. <laughs> yeah. yeah but he'd only tell us after we've all had a good guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Yeah, I'm preparing to assume we may be taking on a large number of casualties. Mm-hmm. Geriatric Fair enough. So yes, give me some sort of reconfiguring Time. the ship kind of role. No, we're not doing it until we get there. Aren't you? He's doing the sensors. I'm doing the sensors. So yeah. I'm re- I'm 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 more planning the reconfiguring. Fair enough. As it were, but I will yeah. still roll for this. Um so let's have a look. What 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 do we need for this? Engineering or science? I'll go with science. I'll let you use science. No, I, they're both five. Really? Yeah. Really? I, my engineering went up last time. Um, reason? Control? Yeah, both fine. Okay. Right. And I've got temporal mechanics. Mm-hmm. Can the ship help? What is that? that yes. That's the foci, isn't it, for the rolling the things? How do you get more dice? It's this, isn't it? Or yes. Talents Senses or determination. Okay. Yes. I should probably also mention we'll change it later, Peter, but I don't think you can have two at five. Oh, can't you? No, when you move points around, you can only move... Okay, my engineering's four, then. <laughs> That's fine. I'll, <laughs> just put it, was... I'll just put it back into... I'll double-check. But... I'll put it back into security. No, don't worry until I've double-checked. But... It's cool. Just, I'm just I, thought that was yeah. at, I thought that was at character creation. Yeah, I think it might continue. Okay. The ship did not help. It's not very helpful, the oh, ship, Oh, wait. It? I can get you a re-roll. Went to be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hello. Yay. Don't worry. I've rolled well. So I rolled three. You get a re-roll on that one. Twelve. That's on. The number. That's that counts. Yeah. So four successes. And again, so that's what was the difficulty? Uh, one. So hard. Okay. So we get three momentum, and I get one for obtain information, but. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't that, was it? The other thing. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So we've now got four. Just so you guys know, we've got four momentum. Okay. 
and yes, well prepared for when you can actually change the configuration when you're allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can figure it out, and it. Sure. Um, you got a free one from Ten Information, didn't you? Um, I wasn't rolling science. Is, is that with requirement? Uh, oh no! Assist if I. Uh, task assisted by the ship's computer, you get one bonus momentum, which is obtained information. Computers all sensors, but yes, yeah. So, um, oh, there's something you'll notice when preparing for this kind of reconfiguration. You'll notice that there is uh, quantum particles have been uh, infused throughout your entire exterior hull, subtly and like very delicately. Because as I, I, I mentioned, quantum particles you only get one per particle. You've yes. currently got like one point. Three per particle, on average. Obviously. Shit. So you know, you've got <laughs> is this. That, is that woven into the holographics or? Yeah, into the holographic yeah. exterior hull. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the we... holographic particles have chronotons woven into them. Yeah. Extra additional ones. Indeed. Added in, and that's generally what happens when you want to do some shit. Yes, and they're all. I will say polarized um, to do something, and they're so... all pointing in one direction. Yeah. There is some Cardassian swearing. Captain. (laughs) Captain. Um, This is urgent. I'm going (laughs) to... Come over here. Come over here. I'm there. 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 You make it sound like the captain goes, not now, Tophon. (laughs) Well, he does dismiss me quite a bit. (laughs) But what is important? Captain. Every particle has a chronoton attached to it. Like a Higgs for mass, a chronoton is there so that time affects a particle. Every particle should have one chronoton. However, the exterior hull, the holographic hull of the ship, is showing a 30% increase in chronotons, and they are all polarised in one direction. Someone has infused the hull of our ship with chronotons, additional chronotons, for a specific purpose, and I don't know what it is. Is it happening now, or is it a recommendation? Is it changing, or is it, like, happened? No, it's very stable. Recommendation is currently... Well, they're currently there. You don't know what they're doing. So that's why he's in charge. Are we travelling faster than... I assume you're like maximum warp. Well, yes, it's, it's no, no, no. Oh, are you like going by like temperature and stuff? No. No. Okay. Right. I, I'm checking like <laughs> mark local beacons and markers and stuff and time is travelling at the right rate. Mr. Tovon, if you can't give me a recommendation, I'm going to see this as a clear and present threat to the ship and recommend that we move everyone to the... In- Internal sections. I would recommend that right now, so that we can deactivate the external hull. That will However, an awful lot Captain, of time on the Attenborough. You, you should probably come out of warp for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would but, need to. I, I suggest we drop out of warp anyway to investigate this. This is a serious, uh, as you say, serious threat to the ship. However, previously our experience at Lacuna Colony was not a negative one. I was about to say, may I possibly, this may be a ridiculously optimistic theory, but perhaps this chromatome abnormality is the thing that's letting us rescue the Attenborough. Because of this 25-year abnormality, and this happened 45 seconds before, 45 minutes. 45 seconds. 45 seconds before... The emergency call to us. This all seems too coincidental. Are you telling me that those particles around the ship's hull? I think someone 
Someone is aware of what's happened to the Attenborough, and they are aiding us in some way to rescue them, as Krem suggests. I think that there is someone assisting us. We had assistance at Lacoon and Colony. We had assistance at Emissary's Testament. A different kind of assistance. And now... If they wish to assist Captain us, then been... why are they working to a secret agenda and not presenting themselves to us? I don't know, sir. This I find illogical. But do we inform the dogs of why we train them to do tricks? Maybe they consider themselves far beyond us, and it's their way of their way of organising, guiding. There, there's, there was Odo spoke of non-interference. Perhaps they have to do things in a circumspect and roundabout way. We seem to be dealing with many hypotheticals here. Indeed. But no one's actually giving me any solid facts. But 82 families have can been I, 25 years. Can I spend one of these to, to have a stab at what I think this particular polarisation of the chronotons would do to our ship? Yeah, I was about to offer every time you actually. Can you make another roll or you can use one of those? I don't mind. I will use one of those. Okay. Um, you... Because then I won't fail. <laughs> Thinking, well, that, that is yes, indeed the benefit. Yes. <laughs> one might get you more, but you might fail it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I would... You think that... Um, Again, you've obviously been thinking while you've been talking and looking at stuff. Yes. Uh, I've got all my pants well, still going, and I'm like... Facts, we're all facts. Yeah, 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 and I'm going... <laughs> <laughs> um, you think that these... They're polarised in a, in, in a sense of like a standing wave or, or sort of uh, like a protective barrier. You think that what this particular infusion of chronotons will do and this particular polarisation thereof Can would actually stop... Counteract something. Um... It will stop chronotons being interfered with on the ship or leaving the ship, because chronotons, as I, I, I did mention, the thing tend yep. to balance out. So that if you yes. did come into like, you know, if someone did try to suck the chronotons out of the ship or, or mess with them in any way, you yes. reckon this would actually be like it's like a, a protective shield against that kind of thing. Okay, we have a protective sh- shield against wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Yes, it seems that way, Captain. Mm, you think <laughs> so? Over overabundance of chronotons might protect us, and their particular polarisation might this be This presents itself as a benefit to us, given the nature of our circumstances at this time. We will continue on as is to the Attenborough. Continue with your investigation. I will, Captain. This is fascinating. Indeed. I'll go sit back in my chair. <laughs> Sorry. The Captain's chair. It's your chair for now. It's got a cushion. (laughs) I don't have a chair. I stand at my console. (laughs) Might have seatbelt. You do if you ever get into a movie. Yeah. I apologise for this. I'm having difficulty currently with the (laughs) font. With Thank the you. warp core. Yes. yes. Oh, I'll have a cup of tea. tea. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you just can, put the lid back on. You totally can have a cup of tea. have some wine, wine if you want. Oh, I'll have some wine. You, you could have wine and tea. I do have a plastic cup. Oh, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking for one of my um, Car Garblag Games branded cups. Still available? They are still available on Redbubble. What about the cushion? Cushion's still available? Cushion's still available. No one ever bought Sold one yet? 
Some people have checked it out. Right. <laughs> One day. I just can't get this. You know those uh, Japanese actually... cuddle pillows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're not called cuddle pillows. They're called love pillows. Right, OK. I'm gonna it worries me that you know I'm going to do a grimdark... Pillow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grimdark <laughs> cup. All right. Grimdark mug. Do you think that is a nice drawing of sword? Thank you. Like a pillow. Like a pillow. <laughs> anyway, oh, bed spread. That would look quite good on a bed. <laughs> that would look good on a bedspread, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sword up the middle of the bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although if it was a double, it would look a bit like you're having trouble. But yeah. <laughs> Anyway, mid-show break. <laughs> Adverts in the middle of shows. It's what all the club yeah. uh, shows do. <laughs> uh, right, silly five minutes in. It's not a paid promotion. I don't think. No. Because I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I have to put a little symbol in the corner of the screen. Exactly. Anyway. Cool. So I'll carry on investigating. Mm-hmm. You'll carry on sitting in a chair. Looking cool. And you're getting the medical bay <laughs> ready, ready in case. Ready for an imminent okay. invasion. Yeah. The investigations are, I'll tell you for free, looks like someone basically infused and used this generator that to, like, the person was messing with. it out across the... the... Yeah, and they basically seem to have attached and done something with it. Can um, I go and have a look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Captain... It... And... Sorry. It was an out-of-character question. In... Just to give me an idea of it, you know in um, First Contact, where the Enterprise follows the Borg sphere, mm-hmm. and it's protected from the events of the time because it's covered because in... Because of flange. Yeah. Yeah, but wasn't that particles. I'm, I'm taking this more strictly speaking from the um, I can't remember what it's called now, but the, the um, what's his name, Bell episode where they, they're they taking an orbit around and they try to transport someone like like Dax, and Cisco and yep. uh, Bashir I think, yep. all back down to the planet and they get travelled back in time and then it changes oh, the whole the timeline. Bell riots. Yeah. yeah, the Bell riots and everything yeah. changes but they're protected because they're um, yeah, yeah. their um, hull is infused with chronosol. There's various ways of doing it in Indeed. Star Trek aren't there? Indeed, but that's the particular case that I'm referencing closely here, and that was because they had a uh, cloaking device that wasn't calibrated properly. Yes, yes. Which I'm going to assume also uses singularity, because, you know, Robin, and so you put singularities everywhere. I'm I'm personally (laughs) enjoying that a lot of Adam's uh, technical references come from Deep Space Nine, (laughs) rather than some of the other shows. Anyway. Yes, Captain. Um, do I have permission to um, uh, share the results of the scans with the transporter chief in case we are in a position to be needing to transport um, casualties for our hull? Yes, carry on. I should go and tell transporter chief whose name I can't remember. It was one of our supporting characters. Indeed. Ilya, I believe. The results of Tovan's scan. Mm-hmm. And so I might need to theoretically transport... Um, through Ilya. Through time. We may need to, in theory, transport... Casualties through that. Okay. Except that with the stoicism of a sporting character. Excellent. <laughs> I'm thinking if we're now protected against some time effect, mm-hmm. what the hell are we going to encounter on this ship? That's more what I'm thinking now. Is there some kind of rupture? Long range sensors. Not picked anything up yet. No. Okay. Well, not I'll, the first I'll, time. Well, when yes, you were close enough to tell something. Okay. It would not be the first time that a Federation vessel has been lost to time travel. And the Attenborough literally no, vanished no. without a trace. They did multiple, multiple sweeps of the system. Even back then, this was, you know, this is 25 years ago, this was still very much the core. Uh, and there are various, you know, reports that have got through, you know, certain protocols, burling off Rasmussen and other 
encounters have shown that time travel occurs. Yes, as I said, but they have been, yeah, there has been not a trace of them. Mm. Um, they sent no distress for time, they just lipped off the radar. Mm. Right. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're all Sorry. fine here. Good. How are you? Um, so when you go down to check out the area, mm-hmm. you like open up a panel and you find like uh, four, ooh, sorry. <laughs> four little um, what would they be? Uh, almost uh, headband coronet kind of like something that like the very eighties style, like a little band oh, you yeah. put over the top of your head that looks like it's got a bunch of technological stuff in it, just sort of sitting on the, the in in like the thing. Like, not attached to anything no. there for people to put on. They're just sitting there. <laughs> this just sounds like I put one on. It's an invitation. <laughs> yes, no, they I get to scan it with They my... don't have an eat me tag, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wear me tag. Yes. I'm going to get my scientific tricorder out and I'm going to scan the crap out of it. I'm um, even going to detach the little bit oh, oh, that does, oh, the, oh. does the widdly weep. Oh, a rare task like, if you're not a medical officer. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say that. Exactly. Um, so, uh, they look like they are... Um, are these like the armbands in that episode where they come back and the Enterprise and the Romulans are like locked Mm-hmm. And there's the time forwards and backwards. Indeed, thing. they look something on those sort of lines, but they look like they're more. Whereas that was doing an unusual thing with the subspace field against yes. chronotons that have been polarized in a particular direction. In that case, this looks like it would do. It looks like it would basically a personal version of what's being done to the ship. It looks like they'd put like a, a sort of force field, not like it would stop anything, sure. but like a, a slightly holographic but transparent holographic field, like just the field basically okay. around like a person. Someone's using a personal... holographic technology for this. I mean, these are real. These are not holographic. Yeah, no, no, no. Sure, but the 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 production mm-hmm. of um, and it would sort of infuse that then part that field with chronotons and would do similar things to the thing of the ship. It would stop them but being missed all the time. It wouldn't infuse your body with no. chronotons. Okay, because so that can be. This isn't what happened to the captain. Dangerous. We don't think he just put the fun hat on. You may. Have... Don't know. <laughs> We're not sure yet. I'm not if they not if I'm it, running various algorithms to figure it out. Not okay. if it does what you think it does, because no. it should it just stop that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the captain obviously went with whoever. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay. I will fetch out these four headbands. You die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and, and and think about which of the you know other non-senior staff is going to come with us on this adventure. Is there someone in a red shirt that we could take with us? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Protected from time gold, travel, gold, but gold. not phases. <laughs> or oh, gold shirt. Yeah, yeah. So. so I will take the uh, funky headbands. Mm-hmm. Um, have they got like little blocks and things on them like to make them look like they've got no, they look components? They look very bling. And oh, they look... Okay. They look like... Uh, they're not technology. They it's look like, like really advanced. So out just of Buck Rogers. Well, they look like a sort of metallic sort of orange band about yay thing, but they look okay. very neat and there's like a little like raised bit in the middle here. Okay. Like cool. almost like, like I said, like a, like a thing like a crown or um, okay. like a, yeah. a coronet kind of thing. Okay. They're very thin and they go all cool. the way around. They're, they're slightly adjustable at the back so you could fit good, different head sizes. Because I have <laughs> forehead considerations. <laughs> the thing actually would go just over the, the, the head smooth. 
<laughs> you know, in fact, you it never... might chafe. It looks Can a bit uncomfortable there. Look at say, it. You never cover that. <laughs> That's like a massive diss to my people. I was going to say, if I ever did music color Apart shirt. from your weird helmet thing that they first bought. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember those? With the yeah. brown yeah, padded like outfits. Yeah, that was anyway, I will, f- I will pick these up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will just check in case there's anything else. But I'm generally thinking that someone's trying to help us. So I'm going to head back to the bridge. I, th- I think it's fair to say that they did. Are you in time. medical bay? Um, it depends. I mean, I can presumably run all the configurations and stuff from the bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holographic ship. Sure. But yeah, you will also have to brief the other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. if we've got a couple of hours, I can have gone down and Skype. come back up again. <laughs> Microsoft Teams. Uh, gone, gone down and come back up again. Holographically project yourself in yeah. different places while you do something I'll else. I'll just go down and come back up. Okay. It just seems slightly frivolous to me to use transporters for everything. I am going to report to the captain. I can remember when they were difficult, you know. <laughs> captain. In the location of the captain's disappearance, I found these. 80s headwear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I, on a detailed scan, although these look like mere sort of ornamentation, they are creating a field similar to the one that is surrounding the ship. Field of chronotons, a holographic field. The chronotons infused in those particles, so it doesn't need to be done to the physical body, because that's dangerous, to protect someone from this effect. I believe when we arrive, mm. there will be a time effect in operation in the system or space. There are four of these headbands. I believe our crew may be adversely impacted and four people on board the ship will be immune to the effects of whatever's going on. Or we're going to need... Uh, by the way, the I'm wearing one when I say this. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you don't say that. You just say, Captain, you should put one on. They're great and wonderful. They make you feel really good. Was <laughs> that what I feel? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think... There are un- unknown bits of technology Captain, there, by the way. I think... I'm not wearing it. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the senior staff should have these. Of... Of all uh, <clears throat> members of the crew, I believe Cran and myself should at least wear these. Great. Well. And him. Obviously. I didn't say that. <laughs> let's wait till we arrive at the Attenborough. Let's wait till we arrive at the source of the distress. Let's wait until we get into long range sensor range. Because we may pick up chronotons in... Is it a system? It's more. Or is it just a, a region? When we look at the star charts. Oh, nothing. It's just Nowhere. a region of space. Okay. It's, it's more stellar space. My as suspicion far as, that we can as we're approaching, it's not like a Britain, but yeah. As we're approaching, are gravimetric sensors changing as if. So, you know, in Generations, when they figured out that he was blowing up the stars to move the root of something, mm-hmm. if we plot a course, is it slightly different? than we'd expect because there maybe is a gravity well that we're not anticipating. Not yet. Okay. Nothing nothing like that yet. Well, let's keep them to hand until we see what's happening. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm holding one. <laughs> I'm holding it here. <laughs> no. no, Captain, I think we should be kept... For, you we'll should keep, keep hold of these. You should keep hold of these because there may be an emergency and certain people are required rather than others. I would we'll give these to, to the hand people who are most bridge. useful in a situation. 
However, you need to know what the situation is first. If we are rescuing people, I would suggest that you give one to Kren so that she keeps keeps it in hand in case there is a situation. When we arrive, we'll find out what that situation is. Mm-hmm. So, about half an hour out, unless anyone's doing anything particularly on the way there, no. you can make me a sensory roll to see if you sensey things. The ship can help. things. Okay. What's the ship sensing with? Uh, science? Science. Yeah. Could be. Or engineering. When you attempt a task to detect danger or hidden enemies, mm-hmm. reduce the difficulty by one. I'll I'll just roll. Yeah, in. sure. I'll just roll. So we'll say difficulty one. I was going to say difficulty two. So yeah. Okay. The ship failed by one. Uh, ah. So diff- ah. Wait. I'm going to spend one to get an extra die. Fair enough. Because I think this is an important roll. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't she get a reroll? If, unless I roll a twenty, yeah, she gets a reroll. Right. Okay. Don't roll a twenty. I rolled a 20. Sorry. That's fine. So I get a It's only the ship. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't have an ego. Well, that's two fails. I know. It has a cat. Uh, but I've got two successes. So it does, therefore, probably have yeah. Doesn't a 20 do something bad? Yes, it does. It adds a... It, it gives, it's a complication. So, strictly yeah. speaking, I can do something negative or I yeah. can add two to threat. You could put, like, timey-wimey stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i got two successes. So that's being here by one. So what was the relevant foci? The relevant foci was... Um, astrophysics. Yeah. Yeah. I just because I'm uh, checking for like no, weird shit going on, and I've got temporal mechanics, oh, and I've got warp field dynamics. Yeah, that's so cool. I just like to check this a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. No, 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 remind no, people that. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to Not make just sure. Going, I've got science as a foci. <laughs> it's more that it's just that people vaguely do remember that you've got a foci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget. Right. Okay. So two. Um, right. So you're ahead. You start scanning. It's a bit odd. Um, uh, I'm going to have it on the main view. I'm basically, I'm going to reroute the scan to a big view screen. So everyone it's can see like going. I assume you're doing like an active scan. Yes. So because you, you're really looking for things yeah. ahead, so you're sending out mm-hmm. various different kinds of radiation and stuff, and then reading what comes back. A lot. Yep. You're getting nothing passively, but all that some of the stuff you're sending out is reading stuff closer than it should be. But some of it isn't. Oh. So it's a bit of an odd set of things. So oh, some of the yeah. stuff that you sort of... If it, if it matters how much comes back, it's reading at a far distance. But if it doesn't matter how much information you get back, it's like the phase or something in the back. It, it, stuff seems closer than you'd expect not to have scanned it so far. It's like you're approaching something very absorbent, and it looks like it might be as big as a star system. But you're like much closer than you'd ever not be able to so scan this normally. something surrounding... But it's really absorbent. Like, like most of the end of the stuff you're sending out is not returning to you, which is what's confusing a lot of these sensors. Is it anything like the Lacuna Colony dead zone that we? No, because that wouldn't have got that reflected most of the stuff outside and inside. It, it didn't just... absorb; it reflected. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the okay. outside of the, that and so reflected stuff out. So yeah, more just so the inside there was no signals coming from the outside. Sure, sure. Um, any signals they sent out would would still bounce around inside that nebula, which is why they were very low emissions. Hmm. <laughs> so this is. Absorbing, yeah, like a lot more than you expect. Like, yeah, like okay, ninety percent of the signals you're sending out are, are not That's returning not to you. Okay, and from the rest of the things, it seems like a very, like I say, it looks like a weirdly absorbent, and it's emitting no light. It's emitting nothing, like I say, but you're getting like gravimetric and other kind of signals suggesting massive bodies, like stars, and then a few planets. You're not okay. really close enough for, or you haven't spent any momentum enough to get any more detail than that. What's <laughs> supposed to be there? I'm nothing. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to spend a momentum <laughs> to obtain information. What even which, is that? 
Which you helped me with anyway, so I get one for free. <laughs> oh, hang on. What? When it says, I succeed at a task assisted by ship's computer or sensors. Yeah. Generate an extra momentum. I rewrote this game and now I'm to like one or the other because it seems a bit too generally beneficial. But no, I don't mind. So I am going to ask about the. You said it, I'm picking up stuff that feels like it's not there, like a star and planets and things. What? Say so the signals you're sending out are bouncing off like massive, large sized objects. You'd ex- read wise from those, like stars and planets, but they're yeah. not emitting anything themselves. Bizarre. Indeed. Okay. Do I have any idea what could be absorbing in this fashion? Do I have any kind of understanding? Or does this feel like a delayed time effect, you know, that some field is creating? Yeah. Like 10,000 years ago, there was something in this area of space, you know, passing through that, or... You could be theorised that it's possible that if... uh, large massive objects or any massive object was entirely mm-hmm. drained of all of its chronotons yeah. it wouldn't progress in time and any signals sent to it would immediately oh, lose their chronotons yes, to it which would make no real impact on those because it's all a load of stuff and which would mean that those signals you're sending out would then stop because they could no yeah. longer travel in time sure but some little some, bits would some might retain the chronotons and return off. back okay so is it okay. something so frozen in time it's, it's kind of but it's not there it's it like so slowed down in time that we won't interact with it. You could, you couldn't drive in. You well, could like fly into it. Could you? If you tried to fly into it, mostly you'd just lose all your contents and be frozen in time with it. Unless you had a field that had thirty percent additional mm-hmm. right. time. and something so, that can't travel in time will also not emit light. It won't emit gravity because that comes on gravitons and other gravitational field yep. interactions. Yeah, it yeah. won't interact in any way because it's so frozen in time. It will, yeah. So yeah. the Attenborough blundered into in a this way. Star <laughs> the Attenborough, <laughs> yes. But how have they managed to get their yes. message out? Yeah. I assume it's coming and from And this there, field yeah. around the ship will allow us to pass into the... And it feels like it's a region of space rather than a planet, mm-hmm. isn't it? So and I think there's a field, like an area of space that's affected. Our ship will be able to pass in. And might allow us to move around once we're there. Exactly. To, to possibly beam down to the planet. Or surface, or, or over whatever, to the or over to the Attenborough itself. It's not necessarily a field because it's only when particles interact they transfer chronotons. So yeah, when you get closer, you might start losing a few chronotons to things. It's only when you actually sort of came close to another object and you had lots of particles interacting. So that's the, when you start losing chronotons. So too. the surface of the ship may protect the crew yeah. while in space. Yeah. But to go down, to go anywhere that's interacted with it, you'd need the headband in order to Indeed. do that. And yeah. Okay. Everything inside so the, the ship crew should be might safe. be okay. Yeah, everything inside the ship because you're protected sure. by a big field of it. Yeah, but still, if you're going to say the crew, I'm ninety five percent sure the crew will be safe if we stay a bit away. But it feels like this this area uh, that obviously particles in space are very few and far between. Uh, and I reel off a statistic, um, <laughs> but obviously when you come into contact with those, it drains some of your chronotons. There's something here that is removing chronotons from matter. And and therefore, draining the draining it away, and stopping it in uh, passing Please through time. Pardon my naivety, but given the nature of this temporal event, are we limited by the amount of time that we have available to us in that? 
because of the amount of particles that we have. I'll run Will a quick, this limit uh, the amount of time that we have see because I'll run a. There's these many particles, this many yeah. collisions, how What's long, da, 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 yeah, yeah, all that kind of thing. I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick calculation. While your field is, is up, you should be... Let me check I'm consistent with myself here. Um, while you're, that, that field Internal is, consistency is the main <laughs> thing that people forget. But anyway. <laughs> when they make films and shows and all that kind of stuff. But anyway. So including Star Trek, not Adam, because Adam's like so. done his research. Uh-huh. We keep I amazing him a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, but you're consistent <laughs> with in a Star Trek way. You stick to it. Uh, yes, there we go. Um, right. Okay. So while these quantum probably the quantum are still buzzing around in uh, your your holographic field, yes, you should be fine. You should have them suffer no time things. The problem is, is they are now. You look again. The numbers seem to be decaying slightly. Yes, that's where you don't understand, because chronotons shouldn't be able to disappear or de- decay or do anything. But these, there's something unusual about the ones they've infused with it. They seem to be disappearing. So they've got a lot of quickly. You reckon you've got a, about over 24 hours before... Um, that's about 24 hours. And while there's still a few in there, any a small amount should be fine. Sure. However... If you do holograph your ship and move, change it around, you think it's possible you might lose more. Oh. Well, let's not do that then. Yeah, we can't reconfigure the that hull. Was, that was probably a good call to not reconfigure the hull. Hmm. Well. Right. You also think it's possible, theoretically possible, you might be able to achieve a very similar effect, but without the decay time through using subspace fields manipulation. But that would be very experimental and risky. I'll keep that to myself for now. That's in case for the Keep that to myself now. I'm going to say, Captain, this is has to be one of the most fascinating missions I've ever been on. That's one word. For Indeed. It. <laughs> and one of the most dangerous. We may be sucked out of space time, or time, but not space. So we have 24 hours in that anomaly. With this field around the ship. It is decaying. As long as there is no harm to this field. And how long would it take us to complete? To get we clear? have to make sure as well that the holographic generator on that deck is not damaged in any way. Shape or well, any of them. It's kind of it's infused I'm, everywhere now. Yeah. No, I get that, <laughs> but I'm just like, right. Let's enter the anomaly. I'm curious as did to you, see what's generating this captain. Did you Whether need... it's a, a black hole or a, some kind of you know collapse singularity? Or a Q event, or some, or whatever it may be. This is before this is... we enter. Do you need to do any? Do you still need to do your additional scanning? I would still like to scan for the captain. <laughs> yeah, let's do that before we go. Oh, can I just do this? Where's the Attenborough? Um, you can. Scan... Or can I pick up the Attenborough? I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it seems to be. Uh, it's again. It's lots of. It takes a lot of energy and effort to kind of shadow scans out. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's more you have to kind of move a lot of stuff out and you yeah. get very little back. So it's it's yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like yeah, shining a torch against a mirror in fog. It's kind of shining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only very yeah. dim lights come yeah. back. Um, the Attenborough is. Yeah, just outside the sort of uh, outside the system. Okay. Um, sort of inside, like the first couple of uh, outside outer planets orbit. Okay. Um, but it seems to yeah be also frozen and dark, and you can get nothing from it. Particularly. Okay. 
I'll relay the location to the captain. Or... Well, so as best as I can. Again, um, I probably should mention that the, the, the... What's the word? Uh, emergency... Um... Uh, Hologram. Signal that they sent out. What's the word? Distress. Distress beacon signal. Yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. word gone. Um, the distress beacon. Um, that was only brief. That only lasted for uh, like 10 minutes and then it stopped. Sure. Um but as you send out these kind of signals, mm-hmm. just sort of, especially towards where you're trying to find this kind of ship, you actually get a couple of smatterings of it back as the the, uh, the, the, the particles you're sending out, been knock, send out knock into like the subspace sure. signal particles yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and then a couple of yeah, them yeah. actually gets yeah. move in time again and speed up. Okay. So they've been trying to send a signal out for 25 years. Or for them, absolutely no time at all. Well, they sent or out a signal 25 years ago and it kind of froze on the way. Yeah, out. maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll only find out when we get in there. So what, Scans? Do you need to do before we go in? It's a bit odd, actually. But sorry, I'm not finishing the question. But it's okay. a bit odd that because they don't look like they are interacting with enough of the system, to, possibly to be through the mechanisms. You, you, yeah, they should have. Yeah, it seems a bit just outside. They're sort of a bit into the system, but they're not near enough anything to have enough particle interactions to have. Yeah, lost all their time. Particles in the kind of an open space. Yeah, the yeah. nearer yeah. they are to something, the slower they'll be. Is that? But it seems like they've they've. Something may have occurred. It may have come into into contact with something um, that was affected by this. I mean, they're they're in open space, as it were, uh, in the outer outer system. There's not enough matter there for them to come into contact to slow them down this well, much. We need to come out by then and see if there are any survivors of whatever on Earth has happened. Maybe time traveling giant starfish have suckered <laughs> onto the side of their spaceship. <laughs> Knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> What's your space? I, I got asked to look into some stuff. <laughs> so it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, Sarah. I'll tell you later. Very well. Um, I suggest we manoeuvre. We come out of warp near their location, just outside the system, and we engage with the scan. External uh, long-range sensors scanning the ship, and internal sensors scanning for the captain. I agree, sir. Let's do it. Okay. So do you get closer. So you'll make it so. Um, do it. I haven't decided yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> you're not fully captain yet. Yeah. So you could, you've got time to figure <laughs> you it out. You thought you had more time to think about yeah. it, but you know now you're yeah. yeah. Is it your red alert? So red alert. Red alert. <laughs> um, are you changing the alerts by the way? Are you still on yellow? Or you... Oh, we're on red. Oh, we're red. Oh. It's yeah. This is like <laughs> we've been on red for a while. I'm yeah. sorry. I just thought red was our kind of Black go-to. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and our, our red is so much red what's, it's going what's into like, blood red you know it's like temporal you know we go we what can we step it up can we what color is time yes. purple <laughs> purple alert purple yeah indigo Move. indigo Move alert Move alert because <laughs> indigo alert doesn't sound right but Move alert Move alert aren't they all genuine alert colours I believe like actual ships anyway those ones I think Move alert. I think black is but I think black alert I, think I would say black alert no, that's the one from Discovery, though, isn't it? Yeah, but that's when they do temporal, jumpy, timey-wimey stuff. Anyway. I'm a traditionalist. I think we should just have red. Yeah, let's go red, red alert. Red covers sure? Blue alert. Yes. That's what we need to change. It doesn't mean changing the bulb. Every Watch time. red dwarf. Watch red Every dwarf. Every time. Yes. Well, you're the naval expert. So I don't think I should you know, have a variety of colours of alerts, I thought. You know that when they did red dwarf, uh-huh. uh, Patrick Stewart's lawyer called him up <laughs> and said, I he, think we need to get on this because someone's ripping off... Star Trek, <laughs> turn over to this channel. So he turned over, 
just watched like a whole episode, laughed his head off, and said, "You haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is not, you know, this is not, you know, even if it was, it would be. You can do it through parody, and it certainly was. Any Star Trek bits were well, parody, so Orville. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that that's a bit more of a logistical case. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> cool. So. Um, so as you get closer, what other can, th- can we change course so we're like near nearer them? Mm-hmm. Um, as you get closer, you will also scan. There's a lot of activity around one of the closer to the sun planets. Okay, star. That be activity without any, but not not actual activity, movement, and things. Like but there's lots mass. of there's lots of yeah Stuff. shapes in orbit of the planet sure. that look like smallish, like satellites, basically. Okay, this is what I mean by activity. Okay. I think there's uh, some sort of industrialized planet. Mm-hmm. Within the system, the sh- I'm going to call it the shadow system because it feels like it's fallen into a kind of shadow. Warp-based civilization. It seems to be a number of satellites. It, it's indeterminate at this time. Yeah, you need energy readings for that. We exactly. <laughs> and there aren't any of those. <laughs> we have to try hard here to maintain the prime directive and ensure that we aren't detected by any satellites. Well, at the moment, they considering they're entirely frozen in time, we should be fairly safe. Sir. Was, Let's not there's anything. no record of any system in this area. Ever. In, yeah. No, okay. nothing. There's no record. There should never, be nothing never. near here, nothing yeah, okay. around here. Cool. Other than, well, other the starship that you're getting close to. Yeah, that, sure. That one missing. Yeah. Not yeah. too far from here, but it's still like a light year or two. Sure. Um, right, so uh, as you approach the Nova, it, it's there, it's frozen in time. Again, you get little flickers of it, sort of yeah. active scanning other things. It seems if we to be look doing. out the window... Uh-huh. Would we be able to see it? Like, theoretically, from... Um... Only by the fact... As you've got close now, only the fact it blocks seeing things... And now you're close enough. You, it, you it blocks light from all other of things. this other stuff. Yeah, the light and signals and stuff hitting the other side are being absorbed by it, mostly. Okay. So now you're getting closer, you can actually like see these shadow outlines of things. That's so why I call it a dead shadow. Dead on with the shadows. Or... Yeah, so as you get closer, you can't you can't see it at all unless yeah. you get close enough to shine like an actual light on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but no, it's emitting the light, not, but you can so. see like the outline. But as you get yeah. closer, you can yeah shine a big beam on it. Sure. Well, before we get... Close enough to like <laughs> stick a t- torch on it. Yeah. I think we might do a few more scans. We might yeah. stop and we might see if do anything the... can even register as life form without chromatin. That sounds like your um, yeah. your field of expertise. I'll do the internal scan for the captain, Karen, if you want to. Uh, do you remember how to use the the, the long range sensors? <laughs> yes, I do. It's been a while. <laughs> use long range sensors. This button faces. Joking aside, I don't know what the role is for long distance phases. It's just science. Reason. Phases. Yeah, that phases. Phasers. 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 So that's two successes. Two successes. And two from me for mine. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Four. So four, you get two momentum then. Um, oh, yes. Hello. Momentum. Momentum. We've got four, by the way. Marvellous. If I need something. Uh, again, you're using a lot of, like, the ship. You really kind of, you're almost kind of having to microwave them a little, not entirely, <laughs> but you're sending out a lot of energy to get anything back here. Yeah, no, don't microwave people. It's pretty high up on the Starfleet Medical Corps. The particles that will sort of. Day one. 
don't microwave people. The, the energies you're sending out to sort of signal, the energies you're sending out to sort of go, that will penetrate the hull and bounce back. You are sensing, again, all of the shapes, but again, they're frozen in time, so that there's no temperature. They're like a, you know, a black body that's absorbing stuff. Um, but there does seem to be a crew aboard. They seem to be at, you know, action stations. Um, yeah. Is that what you're looking for? That's... Yeah, pretty much. Um, I do get extra stuff if I were to spend momentum to obtain information, but I don't know there's much extra else we need to know about that. Mm-hmm. Is there? Are I they, think so. Are they well, they're, they're, dead? Well, no, they're neither, really. They're frozen. As far as you can tell, yeah. No, but they're... you can spend momentum for but more can, detail. Can you sometimes. tell if they're, like, bodies are in a yeah, method of what, stasis yeah. or... Death. Yes, if we spend that, yes. Can we see if they're, yeah. They're probably not going to be dead, but... They're not. Though they seem healthy. Um, uh, let's see what we can get from that. Uh, uh, they they seem in perfect hibernation. Um, okay, well, it's fine. I they seem, oh, don't let Sam time. get people out of hibernation. No. We've had <laughs> other role Many, players. many years ago, it went a little bit wrong. But no, they are <laughs> entirely frozen in time. They seem to be... Nothing is happening for them, so nothing can happen to them. Do they appear um, to be... But, they, but from the external sort of... Again, you only can really get the sort of outline... Because, again, nothing's moving in them. Mm. So, But they, the you can get quite you know detailed through, again time and things basically like a long exposure camera you can get very detailed sort of exterior and to certain extent slightly interior matter scans and they look you know whole the organs appear to be there oh they're the people i'm expecting yeah yeah, yeah. well they match roughly it's the crew it looks oh they like... humanoid and appear to be wearing yeah, 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 yeah. clothing again some when you're some particles yeah. do hit off like yeah, little, yeah the, 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 the... it's the right number and right positions yeah. and right shapes of people yes okay right it's, so they're well, they're technically neither alive or nor dead at the moment because they're not existing in time. But it is my belief they are whole, and if chromatons can be restored to them, they would be able to be retrieved, yes. Oh, if chromatons can be restored to them, that's going to be difficult. It is going to be very Should difficult. Be speaking. Or if we can just get them out of this field. But we can't... Oh, Pencil case. We can't. Oh, here we go. We're getting a condition. We can't. Well, no, strictly speaking, when you, you you set up the sensors to be very good early, that should have really been an advantage you were making. So I should have written that down on the paper because that was a trait. Okay. Because you basically made the sensors set up so sort of when yeah. if you do the roll now to do it, it yes. you'll get like a bonus. Or if we okay. could get them out of here, but we can't <laughs> tractor beam them or whatever out of here because they don't. No. They can't move. It would be like trying to tractor beam a black hole. We can't. The problem is generating chronotons is extremely difficult. Yes. Massive gravity wells, black holes. But that something part that of knows how singularities. What about using a really But something that I knows... don't know of a way. I would need to rechanneling them somehow. We've got twenty-four well, hours worth. Something we just need... followed our captain knows how to create them, though. Speaking Possibly. of which, we don't need to well, make. Well, I mean, it might. We, if we could try to find out Internal, what's causing this, we might senses. be able to turn it off. Like a brief way of... Yeah. We might be able to turn it off. <laughs> If we can it's find out what in, the sh- what in the system itself quite is bright, causing isn't it. <laughs> Indeed, you are. Yes, the overheads are. The overhead lights are quite powerful. Well, we won't Sorry, find viewers. out until we're... We we need Podcast to... listeners, yeah. you won't be getting this, but uh, Adam's just put. What's it called? Inter- you... Oh, that's a trait. That's advantage, a trait. Trait speaking. An advantage of internal temporal sensors because of the work that we've done to. I mean, we need to find out, we need to find out what's causing the field <laughs> because as we have the luxury that nothing else here has so that we can move through it. And sensor through it and actually think, mm-hmm. we might be able to turn it off. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we are hypothesizing. You made your role. Oh, I will mention again from the, the science of the, what, what you know. Once we'll you remove with... chronotons, new ones don't appear. You get your chronotons yeah. with the particles. So if you remove the chronotons from a system, that's we'll it. Just, yeah, they'll just yeah ship out. But how would you remove all oh, those chronotons? That. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's the thing. So I, I'll roll. Also, doing for... a system without tearing apart the system because you don't have to do it very evenly because otherwise stuff would fall would like tear apart. Yeah, by like, being at slightly different times. This would be at different time frames because. Mm-hmm. If you were to do it to part of your body, it would like be yeah. out of time with the rest of your body, you know. Like that episode where Picard puts his hand for the fruit bowl and his hand ages and he's like, ah, you know, and it's like really hurts him. Anyway, and probably should have fallen off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 15. TV what show. was the. Uh, I'm going to say difficult to two. Because the advantages actually make it easier this month. It makes it possible. No, it don't, 15 is too much for the ship to roll okay. on anything. Can I use temporal mechanics for this? Yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. Okay. Uh,. So, I've got. Uh, well, I'm going to re-roll. I think. What's your specialty? What's Where's the, score? the ship? Isn't it? The ship's going to be two or three. If we're doing it on sensors and engineering, we're doing it on twelve. So, no, no, no. The if it's a focus, it's under the Sist- secondary section. The system, I think. System. Or is it the? Uh, I can't remember the name for the, the ship's lower half. version. The department. No, the department's the department. maximum department the ship has for anything is three. three yeah. Okay, well I'll re-roll then because my science is five. It does make more sense. Yes. So I'll re-roll this one, which was nope. a fail anyway. But I got two successes, so I passed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right. There, there appears to be nothing on board. Uh, hidden emitting chronotons. Okay. Other than like obviously the field around it and maybe sure. these little devices on the top. Yeah. Um, which does make you think that these probably have some sort of time scale to work for as well. Um, the headbands. Yes. Yeah. Um, nothing else is emitting chronoton radiation like losing chronotons, particularly in a ship of singularity board, which you were talking about. Okay. That'd be unusual for a Federation ship. They've got they're, one they're, in my bedroom. Yeah, they're more sensible than having. That. I'm studying um, it. <laughs> um, it's only a holographic one. And there doesn't appear to be anyone moving at a very high rate around the ship. Sure. So your captain and possibly the other person do not seem to be aboard, mm. I'm afraid. Okay. No, no, no. That's good, right. to, well, that's good to uh, have that information. I'll mm-hmm. relay that to the captain. Um, well, that's what going on. Are we going to drop out of warp? We're dropped out of warp? I <clears throat> Yeah. Sorry, I assumed. Yeah, we have, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We dropped out of warp. Mm. Yeah, I suggest we approach the... Well, the Attenborough. <coughs> um, to the least intrusive route, and yes, head into the, the most direct route. Because mm-hmm. say we can't do anything. Can I until um, we can work out what? As we go, can I try and figure out if there's like a concentration of matter? And I know it's probably going to be minuscule, but mm-hmm. the more I can kind of reduce the, our interaction with the system, mm-hmm. the longer we'll. Be able to... Again, that doesn't seem to be how this particular the, the time shield you've got on you seems to be working. It seems okay. to be it will always just block you. Even if you went if you ran the ship and rubbed it up against something, it would be fine. Oh, okay. Right, okay. The, the, the way they're polarized and the, the just... way they're infused into the holographic matrix means that you will not be affected by any of this chronoton movement at all. The okay. Chronotons will stay within the ship and within the holographic thing. Okay. It's just they're slowly bleeding to somewhere, you don't know where. And after so they the finish bleeding out, yeah, we're done. Well, we After that, find... it will stop working. Yes. Okay. Right. We need okay. To find Even then, dimension. when you're not, when you're this far out from something, you should still be fine. You might lose a few chronotons. To the yeah, system yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it shouldn't noticeably have any actual temporal effect. Okay. Okay. It's only which is it. why it's curious that the Attenborough is frozen in time because it shouldn't really be that impacted mm. by well, anything that's going on, unless they were here. At unless the, you're near a... at the event. Unless they arrived at the event. But that that would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is. That this is this was explored space when the Attenborough was lost. We didn't know if there was a system here. 
Yeah, Very true. Can apply the the regular rules when it comes to time. But there's definitely an event that caused this. There were, um, it would have to be something that was oh, evenly I, I done up, across but we this need to, shadow or whatever system. Whatever it is, can act in some way reached out and directly tried to affect the Attenborough, or they tried to do something or and it backfired. There's or... actually something attached to the Attenborough we're not aware of that they came into contact with, and it was big enough that it absorbed. All of their so, quarantines. Yeah. I mean, I think the answer is in the system, isn't it? Of course, we'll we'll head towards the the ship. See what we do, you can two, find. do you two want to make part of the away party then? Absolutely, well, Captain. I don't think you can keep me away from it. Well, where are we away to? To the Attenborough. Yeah. We should head to the Attenborough first. Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Just because. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Should and we I try sensing further into the system? Absolutely. Well. As we go. Constantly. Mm-hmm. However, But we I need to be aware of the time limit that we have, so we need to pr- move forward. I would suggest that we take one of the headbands with us. Yes. I to, would agree. Because to, then we may be able to... Would that help? Hmm? So what are you talking so about? If we the... put the headband on someone mm-hmm. who's frozen, as it were, mm-hmm. would this then help them? Probably again, theoretically, probably I'll give it free. Probably not. It doesn't have their chronosomes have already been absorbed. Away. Exactly, it doesn't yeah, have chronosomes in it. All it would probably okay. do is just drain the device because it would just take all the chronosomes oh, out of it yeah, okay, and then straight then into them. Do but there's not enough chronosomes in it to really uh, sure. affect their time scale okay. enough. Probably. So we need to figure out a way to generate some chronosomes. Okay. Whilst also actually, no, it wouldn't drain the device. No, it would. It would simply, yeah, avoid it the losing anymore. Yeah, it would just wouldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, because they're because it's very their chronotons well, are already gone, so yeah. there's nothing to protect. Hopefully, our exploration of the system will uh, present. I think we should some further information. Investigate the Attenborough, but I believe that maybe some catastrophic event or catastrophe has occurred somewhere in this system that yes. is. Potentially well, been ex- experimenting with chroniton or singularities. We can hypothesise as best we can, but until we actually things. get there. Absolutely. Well, we're. Yeah. Um, right Ensign there. Harrison. Move us closer <laughs> towards the Attenborough. Right. Yes, sir. So you move in. The Attenborough's still there, frozen in space. Nothing to happen. Can we shine a big bright light at you it? You can shine a big bright light on it. And again, it, it's much, you know, it has to be very bright light because a lot of it... Yeah. Sort of, um, and there's almost a, a little bit of a, a visible delay as you kind of shine. As, as the light goes across oh, it, cool. there's a little bit of an afterglow. Like a little bit, yeah. A little <laughs> bit of an afterglow. Yeah, cool. As some of the photons sort of, yeah... Stuck. Yeah, Stop. yeah. Lose a few, lose a bit of chronotons because, again, particles are waves and so you can use sort of part of chronotons. I'm not going to get into the quantum of chronotons. I have thought about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, don't doubt it, Adam. <laughs> we believe you. Right. Um, well, let's go look then. Uh, yeah. Can we see anything in contact with the Attenborough? Nope. Looks like it's open in space. Just looks... on its own? Yep. I suggest we beam across and investigate the ship's sensors and computer systems to see if there's any log of activity. Are we going to be able to access yeah. them, though? Well, my first question is, is it safe to beam over? If we're wearing these headbands, I believe it will be. Yeah, if, otherwise but... you just freeze as well. But... Captain, I would suggest you stay on board the ship, then. But... I was going to. But data still, you know, data requires Chromaton to exist. We're going to be able to lift it. I might be able to read the screens. But... We may be able to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. That at least might be something. 
Otherwise, we've been back and we'll move further into the system. While we're on board the ship, I suggest that uh, Lieutenant over there, uh, my in the science department, does Lieutenant some, Ford, Lieutenant mm -hmm. Ford, uh, does some scanning further into the system. Lieutenant mm -hmm. Ford, shall. <laughs> I'm chief science officer, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> is it, is, so, what do operations do then? Operations? Yeah. They're like, the they operations. do the lackey stuff. What, like clean the toilets or something? <laughs> yes. Operations. <laughs> they move the heavy boxes from one room to another. Because Data and Harry Kim, they're both operations, aren't they? And oh, Data, Data was do. operations as in he could operate the ship single-handedly. <laughs> yeah. Harry Kim was operations like... Yeah, I'm going to get every infectious disease I can find. Some captains prefer to have operations or the, the, the scanning and then the moving the ship around and that kind of thing. And then some distribute it more to individual con officers and science yeah. officers to do the, the generic scanning and yeah. that kind of thing. Good combat. It's, <laughs> it's very much a different variable captains, which department they defer that particular duty to. And the officers involved, because they might want this part of their senior staff. That Absolutely. They, they think the science they want a different them. blend of experience and, and skills. Indeed. It's Either one of those way. optional parts of a, a mm. ship's company. And actors. Good yeah. luck to both of you. Either way, let's go aboard and probably get killed. Come on. Mm -hmm. Ensure that you have your faces <laughs> with you. Both yes, of sir. you. Um, can we have some company? <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Take a security, security officer. officer. <laughs> I suggest we keep one of the headbands on the ship in case there's a catastrophic event. Four. There are four of them. So I would suggest we take a security officer with us. Us mm -hmm. too. Headband stays on the ship in case there's a catastrophic issue and three of us beam across to the vessel. Agreed. How many people what? are... Eight, there's about 80, 82 crew members on a Nova-class ship, aren't there? <laughs> there were on the Attenbury yes, at the time it was lost. All 82 okay. hands were declared lost. Very well. Let's beam beam across then. Yeah. Sure. Bridge. Yep. Mm. Yeah, to the bridge. I would suggest. So, um, you go across. Um, it's been a while since I've been on an overclass. Yeah, actually. Like I said, when this was lost, they were fairly new, actually. Um, yeah, it was about, yeah, it would have been. Well, I think it's probably a kind of ship that I would have. Crewed on as a young science officer. Um, would have been no No, there. He's handling his cup. No, thank you. Oh, he's just handling his cup. And wine and. No, no, I've already got some tea in here that I haven't been drinking yet. The warp core. Is warp core one depleted, or is that warp core two? This is warp core two. Warp oh. one is completed. Whoa. <laughs> um, Who's container? <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I watched Batman versus Ninja Turtles. Oh, is it good? The animated movie. Yeah. Oh god, it was so bad. But it was oh, fun. Bad. It was oh, fun. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Sorry, moving oh, on. Moving on swiftly. Star Trek. Yes, bring me to the bridge. Right, there's Batman and Ninja Turtles having a yeah. fight on the yeah. They're frozen in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Turtles th frozen in time. Almost the time. Yes. <laughs> um, really big torches. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You torches oh, the, the, the big like, ones. Yeah, like, if you turn the one oh, in one hand, yeah, yourself, basically. basically, that's really. Unpractical holding it like that. Yeah. Also, well, the one where you have to do it like that. that. Sounds like feels like you'd get some sort of wrist injury, or yeah. like that you'd get a wrist injury. Yeah, one of those. I can understand the wrist one because at least you can do stuff without. 
Yeah, but they looked like they were quite flimsily Velcroed on. And they yeah. were doing this a lot. Oh, what you've got, you've both got your phaser rifles and they can have torches on them. No, because then we have to add threat. You do if you yes, you phaser rifles. We'll just have phaser <laughs> I'm holding a torch. <laughs> I'm a, holding a torch. I have got a phaser. <laughs> I've got, got a, no, I've got a type 1 phaser on my belt. And I've got a torch. Indeed, your standard issue phases do not require to add Does torch add threat? I've got a type <laughs> 1 phaser. Does not add threat. It does not have an opportunity cost. <laughs> I'll just have a normal phaser in it. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, okay, so you beam in. Again, bright torches. <laughs> indeed. From a point, beam in. Uh, Although we're not, we don't see it, mm-hmm. is that changed by the effect of this in any way? Like, would the viewer of the episode mm-hmm. see a difference in the transporter effect or not? It'd probably be like, slightly slower. It'd okay. probably kind of go... Okay, cool. And cool. Then, yeah. Yeah, Ilya's right. probably going, oh, I have to be yeah. slow because... Ilya's going... Because, yes, as the particles are being in there, sort of interacting and yeah. losing grunts, and so she have to be Come out my arms stronger signal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 once once you, your field's generated enough that you've got the protective field, but the initial beaming in, so it's probably a bit slower and then it kind of speeds up. Okay, cool. Like it. Well, that was in no way life short then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, yes, on the bridge, um, there's everyone sort of... It looks like everyone's kind of doing, like... Not like battle stations, not like oh, fighting, but they're all kind of... They're definitely all kind of actions. Everything's mad. Everyone's kind of doing something. Yeah. But the thing that you'll probably notice most was the um, Andorian... Ops officer um, <laughs> uh, that you thought was just the Andorian ops officer that was supposed to have been there is actually the captain. Is he in the captain's uniform? Yeah, yeah, yeah he looks. Yeah, we he's a, frozen in time. Yeah, we have a problem on board the ship. <laughs> yes, <laughs> captain, we have a problem. <laughs> Do we? So yes, three minutes yes. to ten. We could end there, or we could. Continue yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is there any so sign of the Andorian that should be here, though? No. No. <laughs> and this doesn't happen to be a ship that he's served on... No. no. He's just, like, helping yeah. them out somehow and got... Got our... To... And he's got his normal uniform on and everything. Yeah, yeah, he looks like you saw him yesterday. Well, we did like... see him yesterday. Well, yeah, yeah. no, no, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you saw him yesterday, he looked like that. <laughs> cool. I like that. We had a good intro with like he's gone, we and then we get to the end of the episode, and it's like he's here. And it's then, like Duh. it's like the player wasn't here for a session. Yeah. We should be here next time. <laughs> no, but I like the, I like the the combo. It's like yeah. thread in the player not here into is, this time story. But there mm-hmm. is the slight risk of next week we go. Right. Well, can't do anything about that. <laughs> that's that's what supporting characters are for, indeed. Yeah, I really like the uh, the the the. Way you've thought through the chronoton stuff and the um, sorry, I knocked you know the the kind of shadow world that we kind of enter, mm-hmm. you know where things are getting absorbed and they don't interact. That's that's cool. I, I mostly try to think of it vaguely logically. If if this theoretical thing existed, yeah, yeah. it was like it is. Uh, yeah, three tower existed a bit so that it works at all for the story. But yeah, well, of most of the, most of the fact that the system's dark and that kind of stuff was just sort of a natural consequence of things. If things don't move forward in time, they can't emit all the stuff that would make yeah, them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That was the idea. So we got three momentum left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I counted it. Made a note. Okay. Plus, you know, we have it on film. Excellent. Yeah, true. Okay. Right. Well, thank you very much for joining us for episode eight of Star Trek Morpheus. Uh, what's this mission called? 
I've called again. I, I, I call the missions the, the, the entirely. I've called this one a waste of time. A waste of time. <laughs> I like it for a waste of time part one, um, which sounds great when you say it. Like that. <laughs> it's part one to... of a waste of time. I like it. But there should be a significantly more waste of time coming up. <laughs> yes. Please don't forget to go and check out all of our social media links. We've got links below. Check out our Discord. Come and join us there for conversations about role playing and tabletop gaming in general. Also check out our Patreon. Uh, all those who support us help to make it a bit better for everybody else from all the kit and equipment that we have to all the games that we play. Um, also, uh, 10% of that goes to Diabetes UK, so please help us support a great cause. Also, you can find at the Patreon Grimdark. Yeah. There you go. go. Grimdark. There's a sword. (laughs) And it's a dark fantasy role-playing game. It's four pages. It's pretty simple. But it's, you know, something I'm going to build on for patrons. Uh, It's free to everybody now on the Patreon at the link below. So go and check that out as well. Also check out our other shows. And also check out uh, the Thornless Rose. Just grab this. Thornless Rose who do the wonderful leather things that we have. Including the uh, the dice tray I roll into, and the lovely D twenty dice bag that I've kind of put together. <laughs> I'm not very good at that kind of thing. It still looks flimsy. Sam's somehow. looking at it like, oh Pete, <laughs> it's fine. She just kind of seems to have this itch to do it. It's a bit loose. That's it's all. It's a bit loose. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a bit and there's a video on the channel of me putting it together and my stumbling moments where I, I am wrong. in no way going to steal it when he's not looking. There's also a little video for Grimdark, so go and check that out as well. Um, yeah, check out our other shows uh, Vostok's Chance On the Edge of the Emperor's Light And The Dark of the Cage um, We're going to be at St Albans Comic Con on the 14th of July So if you're In and about the UK Hertfordshire Or, you know, we've got One of our viewers is coming from Holland to come and join us at the table So that's going to be cool um, But yeah Please come and join us at the Auburn Arena on the 14th of July, Sunday. Um, it be weird being in them. It's not a beer festival. I know. <laughs> it will be, won't it? Yeah, that's not not the hold... only ever go to the Auburn just... Arena for the beer festival. Yeah, but that's, that's where they hold it. Yeah, that's generally when I go to the Auburn Arena. We did all see Mark Fenn in there, but mostly yeah. it's the beer festival. There, but there's loads of stuff. There's going to be cosplayers. There's going to be traders. There's going to be gaming zone. Mm-hmm. There's going to be us. Sam's going to be running a game. It's going to be awesome. Keith's so, going to be a Jedi, probably. Yes, Keith is. will be dressed as a Jedi. a Jedi. Claire will be there as a Jedi. Sith, normally. Sith, mm-hmm. yes, sorry. So they can battle each other. Yep. And, I like uh, to think they're a buddy cop movie waiting just to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jedi and Sith, cool. they stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time on Star Trek Morpheus. Bye-bye.